wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies Podcast. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies Podcast. My name is Harry and it's my dad, Dad. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. So, today's film is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I realised the last couple of podcasts, I don't think I've explained what we do in the podcast. No, no, so no. This is me um, introducing Harry to films that came out when I was younger and seeing how they hold up and if he enjoys them. Yes. Um, to start with, we always do a bit of a recap where Harry challenges me to recap the story of the film in a certain amount of sentences. Three. Three this week. So. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. Honey, I Shouldn't Kill Kids is about a scientist who's inventing a machine that can hopefully incre- shrink and increase the size of objects so it can help with Ooh. famine and stuff like that. Accidentally, his two kids and the neighbour's kids get shrunk yeah. and get taken out of the trash and have to come back across oh, the garden God. to the house. Eventually, they find the kids and with their help, they enlarge. Yeah, our next little section we always like to do is... Can you handle the truth? Can where handle- I gave Harry... Three truths and one of them, uh, three lies, or three facts, and he has to work out which one is a lie, see if he can handle the truth. Okay. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! In early versions of the film, there was actually five kids, and know the bit where they're going across the garden and, like, the grass... Sprayer. Look, um, sprinkler. Sprinkler, that's okay. it. Um, <laughs> one of the kids died during that. So that was one truth. Well, three fish. But a lot of people believe the popularity of this film yeah. was because it <coughs> is at, um, it had a Roger Rabbit. Remember Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Um, it had a little short cartoon of Who Framed Roger Rabbit at the very beginning of the... Did it? Well, on the theoretical release. Okay. Um, but it had a little... Ver- it had, like, a short cartoon. No, a bit of yeah. Pixar films of, like, a little cartoon before them. Yeah. Disney films do the same, and it had a Roger Rabbit one. And because there hadn't been a Roger Rabbit, anything to do with Roger Rabbit since Who Framed Roger Rabbit, everyone wanted to see the short, so people reckon... It took so much money because it was a short cartoon at the beginning of it. Originally, um, this role yeah. was actually given to another actor and he which pulled role? out. Which role? Uh, um, the main character, the scientist. Oh, 
dad. Yeah. But, mm, this one's a hard one. I've got to go with my instinct. Okay. And I've got to go for the first one. Yeah, that's true. Is it? Um, the the truth you can't handle yeah. is actually the act, the role wasn't given to another actor, but it was offered to another actor. Um, the other actor was a guy called John Candy, who is in a couple of films we'll probably get round to. Um, Uncle Buck definitely being one of them. Um, mm-hmm. And he he was also offered this, and he suggested Rick Moranis, who's the main guy. And he was actually also offered the role that Rick Moranis played in Ghostbusters. And again, he said no. He said no. And on both occasions, he suggested that Rick Moranis should get the job. So actually, okay. two of arguably Rick Moranis' most popular roles, well, it's definitely sort of the kids' genre, um, are actually, we're actually given, we're actually suggested by somebody else. Yeah. So there you go. So there was, there might, there might have been a clip of you, uh, you know, uh, who saw it. What? With that second true. can't remember what that is. Was short. Yeah. The cartoon. Yeah, there, there was. Yeah. Was there? They used to. I remember there was quite a few little Roger Rabbit cartoons popping at the beginning of the films. Now, now it when I was reading up on this. Um, what I would say about this film, this definitely has a lot of love. Yeah. A lot of people liked the film. Like when we posted about what we were going to do, it it quite quickly came back that a lot of people like said this is really going to be enjoyable and stuff like that. Not what hint you did for this one. Picture of a lad in the in the cereal bowl. You should have done it, Anthony. No one would recognise. That's true. I'll probably be quite good. At it. So, yeah. the next the next section of the podcast is where we've questions. got basically a cup with random questions in, and we pick them out and can I we just see how it goes. Can I say something? I play a game called Grounded, which is basically where you get shrunk. Okay. And you have, your goal is like to survive. Like from like spies and that, it really reminds me of this f- film. So it's like, hmm, because there's scientists, which shows us like it is. Like, oh, maybe that's what partly it is. Partly got spies. So, jump straight into the questions. Do you think this film holds up? Yes, I have not. I didn't watch it back then, so I don't know. I think no. Do you think? Yeah, it is. If I just gave you, if I just put this film on it and we were doing this podcast, do you think it still comes across as a good film and how it's done? Yeah, it's really cool. I like it. Yeah. Um I think there's a couple of special effects that not special effects, but practical effects, we'll call them. But they're not the greatest, but it doesn't feel dated to think they they could, they could have made them slightly better. Nowadays it probably would. Um yeah, but then I, if we have, we'll leave that in case a question comes up, but I've got some beliefs on that where, like, you know, as much as I love CGI and you can't knock things like Gollum, for instance, and lots of things, I don't think he'd have ever been done as well if it was a person doing it, physically being just a person there. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, practical effects help hold up better, don't we, we've realised. We didn't talk about Anthony yet, we haven't. Yeah, we'll see if he um what scene didn't you what scene didn't need to be in the, the film? None of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that springs to mind. 
No, not really. It's quite. A, it's about ninety minutes, isn't it? So it's not. It's not like a. There's a load of stuff in there that didn't need to be there. I think. No, I think like, you're right. I think. Maybe some of the scenes where like the whole like, the parents are like dangling and what. Maybe not loads of folks. Well, no, but I think that kind of breaks up a bit, doesn't it? Because yeah. why they're trying to get across the garden, the pet with the, the scientist and his wife. They're, they're trying. They're trying not to walk on the grass, so they like. They set like a mechanism, don't they, where they have like the hanging off almost like a washing line type thing, can't they? Sort of sort of floating above the grass on yeah. like sort of swings, aren't they? It's really funny. Yeah. What was the funniest moment in the film? Probably the Oreo scene where the ants are there, you know, and, like they find that is it Oreos that drown them. Yeah, it's like a giant Oreo in the garden, isn't it? Which is what they eat, and that's when they meet Anthony. Anthony the ant. I'm trying not to talk about a certain scene because I don't know it's a question. Um, I would say I quite find I I find the bit where Rick Moranis first. Fact realizes the kids have disappeared yeah. and he shrunk up and he goes to the bin bag in the backyard and realizes they've got out the back of the bin bag. Yeah. And he starts to walk on the grass and realizes in the grass. So then he jumps on the side of the gate and he's like crawling across the fence and the neighbors are looking at him and saying, like, What on earth is he doing? I know, I know he's crazy, but I didn't think he was this crazy. Yeah. We don't talk about the neighbors that much either. From that. Okay, this is question. What is the film's legacy? Now, this is kind of a question that tends to fall to me a bit. Yeah. Um, oh well, you've just touched on the fact that you've played a game that sort of... It, 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 kind of, it feels like it, the film. Um, I just watched. And then there's two more films, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid and Honey, I Shrunk Maybe Ourselves or Oz. It's basically where he shrinks for parents. We should watch them. Um, I don't think I've ever watched them both, you know. I think I might have seen one of them, but I can't remember which one. But it is um, another one coming out, or they're making it, called Shrunk, which is going to be a fourth one. And Rick Moranis is actually returning to it as the main character. Yeah, now, I might as well touch on this now while we're doing this. Um, Rick Moranis, in sort of the 80s and early 90s, was a popular actor. He was in a lot of, sort of these sort of films. And then sadly his wife died, so he stopped acting. Acting. Um, and for a long time he's never been in anything. I think from like 96, 97, he did he's done some voice work, but as an actual actor, like he's not really been in anything. Um mm. so he's been in the odd thing more recently, now his kids are a bit older. But um yeah, which is quite sad really, but also nice that he actually Yeah. He thought of his kids and if thought, we're gonna watch the fourth one, we need to watch those other two. Yeah. Because they might not be as good, but they might be in. It's quite good that he's gonna to return to it. Yeah. Because we could easily have this as like a um what is it like a series. Yeah. Is your son dad? Okay. Oh yeah, shut the kids. What do you shut the kids? Is there an actor you would prefer in any of the roles? I don't know any more. I, I don't know any actors. Well, is there any actors in any of the films we've seen that you think would be good in this instead of... Um, I think maybe the kids is probably where you would replace somebody, I would say. Mm. No, I don't 
sure. No, no one springs to mind. Basically, it came out in 89, so all like maybe someone from the Goonies, maybe, or... Back to Future. No, I'd say Michael J. Fox would be too old for this by then. Um, okay, because he could easily play the dad. No, the but I think... That, no, because I don't think... Neighbours dad's meant to be a bit more... Um, Strict. Yeah, and I don't think Michael J. Fox is that sort of actor. So, no, I don't know what springs to mind. No, it springs to mind. I don't think anyone's particularly bad in it. Yeah, I just can't think of anyone because I don't know that many famous actors on back then. Does this film make you feel good? Yeah, it makes me feel adventurous. It makes you feel what? Adventurous. It makes fun of a pet ant or something. Oh, something we never, I should have touched on. I know when um, we did the legacy bit, but, but this film also had quite a bit of rides and attractions at the, at the theme parks where they made like the, like a, like a world where I think it was bigger, basically. Mm. Um, but yeah. Sounds cool. I think, yeah, it's definitely a feel good film, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Especially. But there's, there's one scene. Well, we'll see if yeah. we get there. What was the coolest moment in the film? Probably when they're, probably when they're riding Anthony. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of things like, as much as you obviously, there's bits in the film where clearly, like, they get attacked by a bee, they get attacked by like a scorpion. How on earth is a scorpion in the garden? Mm. No one's quite sure why the scorpions in the garden, where they live. Um, even for some of our friends who listen to the podcast in America, like, where on earth do they live where the scorpions? Um, but the fact that they're small, it makes it, like, so they find, like, a Lego block that they're sleeping. And stuff like that. Everything's, like, all the big stuff. So everything is so much bigger for them, so it makes... It, it seems fun, doesn't it? As much yeah. as, obviously, they're worried about getting back home. They go cut like on a camping thing, so it's, mm. it looks quite fun, I think. It'd be like wobbly if I was a shot holiday shot in a kid's hotel. I would stay at it. Yeah. Could you quite imagine cool. that? Like a huge leg block which you could sleep in. I was like, beds. Yeah. Someone needs to hire me. Dad, you hire you hire for making films. Oh, are you making theme park rides? No, I'm making hotels. Who would make a good teacher? The dad. Yeah, I think he'd be a really good science teacher. Yeah. Um, I think he'd make it fun. Oh, I think Mikey uh, would make a good math teacher. Oh, Mikey. Yeah, the main kid. I don't know. Oh, it's his son. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's your Mikey. I don't remember. Should I turn that picture? Also. This film was quite popular. This film did well at the cinema. Another reason they thought it might have done well is because it came out at the same time as a film that we will probably do called Batman. Have you heard of Batman? No. Reasonably famous. Um, and He's not famous to me. In 1989, Batman came out and it was like the first really big superhero film for a while. And um, So parents were taking um, the kids to watch it and it was sold out and you couldn't get in. So they were taking them to watch this instead. Because obviously, imagine if I took you to the cinema and it wasn't like now where you can book your tickets online. Yeah. If we got to the cinema, you'd be all excited to watch a film and then it's sold out. 
and I just took you home, you'd be really disappointed, wouldn't you? But if we went to yeah. watch another film, yeah. at least that would be like a bit better, wouldn't it? Yeah, it depends what film it is. No, yeah, but watching the film would be better than not watching one at all. Yeah, true. So this did quite well off the fact that it came out at the same time as Batman. Yeah, justice. Um, what was the worst special effect? I nothing pops to mind. Um, I think there's a little bit. It's like when he first when he gets carried away by a bee, you can tell it's done by yeah being super like a blue green screen or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, nothing. Considering the time it came out, nothing's massive. When did it come out? 1989. So it's what's that? 42 years old. No, 32 years old. Oh. Would this be better as a musical? No. no I would like be. to see it as a musical. I'm surprised it's never been t- turned into one. Of, on oh, no. The Scorpion Attacks. I know this is like Back to the Future has been made into a musical now. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire has been made into a musical. Um, I'm not too sure how I feel about them. I can't have... That's future, yeah, maybe, but because I love Mrs. Doubtfire so much. No. But then I'd rather they did a musical than they did a remake. True, true. The problem is always going to be that no one's ever going to be as good as Michael Jordan. Um, Robin Williams and Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Well, yeah, because the fight is more there. What was your favourite scene? Oh. Probably when probably when um just when they're in the garden, a lot of the scenes are cool, really cool. Like the whole garden scene. Um, I like the bit where they're sliding down leaves. Oh yeah. Um, into water and stuff. I think that's quite cool. Uh, reminds me a little bit of the Goonies. Yeah. Like how they like they have that big water slide. Like that. Yeah. That question gets asked at the end. So grab another one. So grab another one. Fans of a podcast will know what that is. What was make this? What did you know about the film before we put it on? Um, I think I knew the name. I think that was it. Obviously, I knew a lot because I'd seen it before. Yeah, you know a lot about every film. Well, um, yeah, I guess I do. And I. I think it, I've got quite a good film knowledge, I would say. Can't help. <laughs> Ooh, do you think they should remake the film today? I would Obviously, they're bringing the one out, so that's different, because I don't think it's a remake. I think it's some sort of follow-up. No. Um, do you think it's really... I think, like you touched on it, I think the effects would be better. Um. I suppose... It might come up as a question like in a bit, so I apologise if it does, but I think if it was remade, I'd still think it'd be popular. Possibly. I because just... I think you... the premise of a film hasn't... I don't think there's many films that do what it does. Yeah. You know when they're like the line in the Lego block? Or like when they're right and I think they're props, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they would be props. No, I think they would. I think they still would be. I think it'd be stuff like the ant and the bee and stuff yeah. like that would all be done. Scorpion. Yeah, done through CGI, so they might be slightly better received, but in essence, the film would still feel very similar, I think. They would just cut out scenes. No, I don't think they would. I think it I think it'd probably work reasonably well, actually. I would kind of answer that one. I don't know.
Who was your favourite character? Does the ant count? Yes. Anthony. And, so, and Michael, Mikey, thanks. So the cat about halfway through, we found an Oreo and basically they befriend an ant for the season yes. off the Oreo, don't they? And they use this this ant and basically ride it. Yeah. Because it'll they know it'll carry them across the garden. Ants can hold like Sixty times that weight or something stupid. Um, they can, they can cut the house. But sadly, then they get attacked by a scorpion. Don't, that might come up inside the scene, Dad. Okay, well, okay. if it doesn't, I'm sure you're going to mention We're going to answer all the questions. We're going to answer all the questions. There's a lot of questions. On that note, listeners, if you have any questions you want us to add to films, then um, we'll put them into a pot. And then they might come out on a weekly basis. Um, which character would you like to meet from the film? Uh, Mikey and Anthony. Um, the dad. Or... Oh, yeah. I would like to meet them or all, Dad. Anthony. I'd like to meet them all. Which villain slash monster was the best? Or creature. You're going to go Anthony again, aren't you? Well, mm, building creature, the scorpion was pretty cool. Mm. But Anthony's the best. Creature. Oh, the dog's quite good as well. Oh, yeah, the doggo. I can't remember what it's called. But... I love how the doggo hears him, but the dad won't let him out. Yeah, and he can carry on to. He carries him back to the house, doesn't he? Question? Well, you can't. Yeah. I love the dog. The dog and Anthony, I would like to meet in real life. I'll send them. Uh, can't really answer that one for this one. Yeah. Best makeup, but doesn't really apply. Anthony's got nice makeup. Who was the funniest character? For me, the dad. The dad, or the neighbour's younger brother. I think his name's Little Ross. One which actually likes fishing. I think he's called Little Ross. I don't know, but he was pretty nice. He's so much fun. Yeah, they try and let Anthony go, don't they? Yeah. And he doesn't want to go. Yeah, and he, it's his friend, isn't it? But we haven't said that the reason the weapon got, reason that the shrink ray got broken was because little Russ hit the baseball, didn't they? Yeah, smashed through the window and um. <laughs> basically. Set the machine off, basically. Beep, beep. Is this film too long? No. No, I don't think so either. I think it's about the right length. Oh. This is a this actually is a type of film that would actually adapt quite well to being a TV series. Was it? Think about it as a TV series where they were shrunk and the entire series wasn't trying to get back home, but they were further away. Like in the city. Yeah, and they had to get. You could see how like there'd be more to it, couldn't there? Yeah. I, think there was, I remember when I was young, there was a TV series called Land of the Giants. I don't really know what the premise where it kind of just landed on it somewhere. And it was um, obviously a country where everyone was bigger. Yeah. I don't really know what, what they had to do every week. But I remember there was a lot, obviously, it was all about them being in tiny in a world like ours. Yeah. Um, so I imagine this would work quite well. No, like how you did, they did like a turn and hooch one. Yeah. I think this would be something that would be quite good. It's probably quite expensive, but I also think it'd be quite cool. Um, 
What was the scariest moment in the film? Probably in the scorpion attacks. Like that's like unexpected because like if they if they say they're like America, it where do you where does how how does the scorpion appear? Very true. That's what was, that's what I was saying. No one really knows how why there's a scorpion in the garden. Yeah, that's probably the scariest scene, isn't it? I would yeah. say. Would you recommend this film? Yeah. Who to? Yeah. Anyone. Anyone? A- anyone which will listen to me talking about Anthony for 10 minutes, yes. Yeah, I would. It's a good film. I th- yeah, I think it's a really good film. I haven't seen it for a long time here. I don't think I've seen this since I was much younger. Like two? No. Five. At least your age. Who would you like to be friends with in the film? Um, the dog and Anthony. We would be best friends. How about a human character then? Um, the younger brother of the neighbours. Yeah. I quite like him. I want to be. I've got one. I think the older two kids are a bit more annoying than the younger two. Mm. I don't think their characters are as good as the younger two. I think the younger two are just a bit annoying because they're younger, but that's it. Um, do you think any of the characters were bullies in school? No. Yeah. Maybe the younger lad of the neighbours. Little Ross. I think it's Little Ross. So, Joe. I'll do two more each. Do you think they should make a sequel? They have made sequels. Yeah, uh, um, I've been intrigued to see what the, the, the new one is about on Halle Diva. Because he's obviously still going to be a scientist, I assume. And is he, it's going to be older. They'll probably try and bring some of the other cast back. Um, it'd be like, will he, will he shrink his grandkids, maybe? Like that. Um, I mean, I'd be intrigued by it. I don't think I don't think this is something that if they made a sequel now, it would spoil it necessarily. No. Um, it would, it would just be a bit... There's a lot of things about this, actually, funny enough, recently in the press, um, touch on this, actually. Um, I was just reading an article about it. Because there's a new Ghostbusters film out. So there's the original two Ghostbusters. Then there was a, not a remake, but an additional film came out about four or five years ago, which was all female Ghostbusters. Yeah. And now there's a new one. And it, basically Sony, I think it is, who produced Ghostbusters, we're going to release a box set of them all. But the female version wasn't going to be in it. That's... Which seems weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it well, yeah, and there's a lot of stick given to the female one, saying it was... And if you like the film or not, that's fair enough. But I don't think the fact that it's female Ghostbusters is the reason it, you might not like it. Yeah. Um, I actually don't dislike it. I think it's okay. it's an okay. F- I think it's probably a three star film if we review yeah. it. We probably won't, but if it was, and but a lot of people then say like it d- deteriorates from the original film, it spoils the like, which I don't like the Matrix films, right? Yeah, which we still have to watch. Watch the first one, mm. but the follow ups are nowhere near as good. 
Now you've watched the first one, and I, really, I think that's probably where you should stop, because the others try. Because the Matrix is so clever how it's done, the others try to be so clever to keep up with being really clever, and it kind of they're trying to be too clever for their own sake. Now, if you watch the other ones, it doesn't affect the fact, the fact the first one is so good. Yeah. But people seem to think it does, and I, I don't. So I think if they made another version, another film of this, would it spoil the original? No. Because if you don't like them, you just don't watch them. They ain't that, that hard. I don't. I have more of an issue with a remake of a film than I do of a sequel, because yeah. a sequel is following on in the same world. Yeah. And I think sometimes people get hung up too much by by thinking. We should probably watch the female version just to see what. what... Okay, suppose maybe we'll just watch it as a, for no reason. We don't always have to review if we watch. It's just to see why people might be not liking it, because yeah. because it can't be just because it's a female cat. It's like, but I, that's what they cling to. Um, what do you like best about the movie? Everything, but well, mostly the dog. Yes. I just like the premise of it. I think it's yeah. quite a good premise. It's, it's a bit different. It feels um there's not many films nowadays that get released that that feel like this. No. Um, like good. like the Goonies, like Back to the Future, like Indiana Jones, <laughs> all those sort of films that like, like or like we've watched a lot recently, like Never End Story, Labyrinth, all those sort of like almost adventure films. Yeah. And you don't get you ever get nowadays, as much as I love Marvel. Yeah. You either get Marvel films, Disney films. Yeah. Or so many films. Or like Netflix serious films. films. There's no real new. Like there's either if you like for instance, if we want to go to the cinema yes. today, uh-huh. you've either got a Spider-Man, which we've both seen, you've got Encanto, which we watched and is good. Oh, watch it. Um, Don't tell You've got me. the new Ghostbusters film. Or you've got films like Cliff and the Big Red Dog, which it just doesn't appeal. And it's not an offence to things like that, or maybe Ron's Gone Wrong and films like that. I can't really see that. I'll probably reasonably okay films. But there's no real live action films, films for kids that come out that often. That are re- like, like a Jumanji. Jumanji. They're probably the most recentest ones that have, done, that have been okay. Um, I'll get. I'll grab my last question. Yeah, I've actually for Christmas. I actually got a Jumanji. What's the most gruesome scene? Don't really think there is one. No. So this will be our last question we're gonna ask. And then I, if, if, it, if it's not a question, I'm gonna add it. Can I know I, what you're hoping for the question to be. We've kind of covered this, but do you think if it was remade today, it would be popular? Mm. I said I think it would, because as I've just touched on, I don't think there's many films that fall into this category. And you are now going to tell me what the saddest scene is. Yes. I've not cried at a film for a while. I don't cry at sad scenes. Padding and Two Rudy Bells, the last one I think you cried at. Yes. But the only, basically, Anthony gets like stabbed by, like, just tries to fight a scorpion and he dies, and I literally burst into tears. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. It's quite a sad moment, I get that. Yeah. Because um, you, you bond with that ant. Actually, something we haven't touched on, which we kind of covered a little bit, but I'll tell you what I quite like about this. Yes. Is I don't really remember the beginning of the film, the opening credits. 
It's like a cartoon. Yeah. And it, I thought that was quite unique. You don't really see that that often. It's kind of like what you said that before films like cartoons. Yeah, films are usually always cartoons. It's got like a, it makes it feel like a like a retro sort of feel to it. Yeah. And what's actually quite interesting is what it what it did remind me of was remember Monsters Inc. Yeah. And it's got kind of like yeah the, in, the intro with all the doors and stuff like yeah. that. And, and what's what's quite what I now found out, which is really interesting, yeah. is that animation was actually done by a guy called Andrew Stanton. He was one of the animators. And Andrew Stanton was he worked on Toy Story, Wally, Finding Nemo, but most importantly, Monsters Inc. And on Monsters Inc. it's got a similar sort of intro, isn't it? That's what Yeah. They're like that cartoon intro it kind of set but isn't the same sort of animation as the rest of the film. I put photos of like live action credits. And I thought that was quite a good, nice, I thought that was quite a cool little intro. So what are we gonna rate this film? I've got to go. Now, we were, I was having a bit of a discussion about this on Twitter with our friends from Field of Screen because they've recently recorded a film called Air Bud, which you'd probably love. What um, is it? It's about a dog that plays basketball, basically. Okay, um, we're watching it, so I got it. And they were saying is, for instance, you can't compare Honey, I Shrunk the Kids to The Matrix and score it on the same yeah. notion. Because they're, or you can't even. So like you can't say Honey from the Kids, is it as good as Batman? Yeah, or Avengers Endgame or something like that. Because oh, the market to the marketed to two different people. Me. So for instance, last year a film came out called Mitchells and the Machines. Oh, that's such a cartoon, yeah. I would say that is a five-star film. Is it a five-star film in the same way that you might say Back to Future? Um well, like a, like I say, a Marvel film or a Batman film, something like that. No, because yeah. marketed to different people. But what it sets out to do, it achieves in such a high level and is so funny. So, but it also appeals to other people that might watch it. Um, and I think, so that. on that notion, I think it's difficult to, you can't, like I said, you can't compare. You can compare this to say like Never End the Story, but can you compare it to Die Hard? Not really. It's not aimed at the same people at <laughs> it's all. Um, so on that notion, when you start looking at films that you would appear, compare this to, Mighty Ducks, um, The Goonies, I'm... Back to the Future 3, Back to the Future 1, or anything like that. Um, Back to the Future, for instance, is a four-star film. Do you think this is a, as good as we've rated Back to the Future? Probably not. But I would rate this a 3.75. I think it almost is. I've got to go for a solid four. And I'm actually going for a solid number here. But yeah, usually goes can I, I'm going for a solid and then it goes 3.857. Eight five thousand and one. If you're going solid four. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with your your score. I'm just I would be very, very close to that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot in it. Um, I actually one. think. When we come to a point where we're gonna we're gonna do an episode where we're gonna re-rate some films, we're actually just with this review we've actually hit fifty films. Okay. So I think this might be the time where one of our next podcasts we record will be going back and looking at the. Go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. This this film. And I think what you might find is that this might get this might not change massively, but for instance, I might say that Back to the Future is more than a four-star film. 
Yeah. This Spoiler only, alert. This would have probably been the same as you, but it's the only film which we've watched so far. So you cried him. Yeah. So no, it, gets, it gets an extra five points. So that. on this notion, the question is, what would make this a five-star film? Just some of the... Um, nothing really. I just think it's a solid four. Um, yeah, I don't think there's an awful lot more to it. Um, some t- I think to make a film a five star film, it has to be almost perfect. There's yeah. nothing, and there is little bits in this that you it's could alter, all- maybe, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it would make it five star film. This is our second highest rated. No, no, what it's is- one of the higher rated films. It's a good, it, without a doubt, I would say to people, watch this. Yeah, watch it now. Um, yeah, so it's a great film. Yes. I'm going to cover it, give a shout out to a podcast that I don't think I've properly done before, which is a podcast called Brother to Brother. Um, and it's not the same as what we do, but yeah. it's kind of not too dissimilar in the fact that it's called Brother to Brother and it's two guys, they're not brothers. They just they just say that they're a little bit like brothers. Uh. Um, and they kind of cover films from when they were younger. Now they cover not just family we do more family films they do a lot of also like 80s action films and stuff like that but it's really good and there is a couple of i think there's the other episode where they've had a few a few too many drinks shall we say (laughs) a bit funnier um but it's a really good episode i i laugh along to it and i remember i always like i always say i always try and pick the films that i love when i start listening to a new podcast and see what those episodes are like but it's a really good podcast, well worth a listen. And um, the two guys are really nice. Yeah. And they interact quite well with us on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, go listen to it. Brother to brother, it's called. Um it's also on that. Anyone that does listen to the podcast, we massively appreciate you to give yes. us five star reviews wherever you listen. Um and also maybe tell a friend about us. Yeah. Um, um and interact with us if you want us to ask questions about films or there's films you want us to do. We're or, always open to that. Or if you want to be on an episode of the podcast. Yeah, we're going to start looking at getting maybe we have guests on now and again. Where you can pick a film or we'll give you a few films to choose between. And if there's one that you really want to do, um, I will hook up on Zoom or however you want to do it and we record a podcast. So thanks a lot for all the love. Bye. Bye. Oh yeah, show up the kids. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> so long, partner. You stay. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.